Hey, how you doing? It's been a while. Long time. Hope you're doing okay. I'm hanging in there myself. It's uh, been an interesting four months since my last side, my last B-side diary, I should say. October was a pretty good month. Got to get back up to Glenwood for a couple of weeks, spend some time with dear friends and my son. Got back and, and just hit the road, you know. It was it was that typical roller coaster for October and November. Um, Thanksgiving, of course, family stuff. Always kind of a stressor. Um, made it through Thanksgiving. It was a weird Thanksgiving, but it was a cool Thanksgiving because I got to catch up with my dear, dear cousin Liz and her husband Dan. I love seeing them as much as I can. They're from Albuquerque. Uh, shout out to you, Austin. And um, it, and it was just tremendous. I love those guys. And I might actually go down and spend some time there uh, once I get through all of these tests and, and workups that I'm going through right now. So we get through Thanksgiving, and then I start the um, time to move into keto. Um, they call it keto. They kind of modified Atkins diet is really long on the tongue and keto is so much easier for everyone to say. So anyway, that's probably what I'll, I'll refer it to because it's pretty damn similar, just not as, not as rigid. So I, I start in earnest in December on this modified Atkins, that keto type diet for my epilepsy. And the first couple of weeks were pretty rough. And, um, it was just, I think it was my body getting used to switching from burning glucose to burning um, fats and lipids. And I could almost physically tell it was around the 13th or 14th that it actually kicked in. And it was like, holy shit, what is going on? Um, and I could, it, it really felt different. Um, and it was, uh, it, it, it was interesting. And I didn't feel so bloated or weighed down. I felt all of a sudden some clarity starting to come back, a little bit more um, energy coming back. Uh, a lot of things that I was fighting with are starting to get better. And so it made me realize that diet, yes, has a huge impact on how your body's going to respond to conditions, to drugs, to all sorts of things. So got to be very cognizant of that. If you're going on a drug, drug regimen for, for the long term, keep in mind what, you're gonna, what else you're going to be putting in your body. And maybe with a dietary shift, you may not even need some of those drugs or at least those, the dosages of the drugs they're trying to prescribe you. So that's another reason to be an advocate for yourself. So... So I'm feeling, and one of the main reasons I want to do this is because the doctors in the meeting um, early on said that they want to go straight into surgery. And I said, whoa, whoa, let's try the dietary approach, maybe CBD or whatever, but dietary first. And I figure why not be in good shape? You know, I think I'd explain this a little bit. So at the same time, I'm working this diet. Um, we're at the same time, uh, going through these tests and procedures as a workup to possible surgery. And there's three different surgical options that they've presented with me that might be available depending on the results of the tests. And it's not saying I'm going to accept 
and say, let's bull rush right into it. But I want to learn more and I want to learn more about what types of seizure activity I'm having, where it may or may not be coming from, and just as importantly, where it's not coming from. And these tests and procedures are also teaching me where in my brain, my motor function and linguistic and communication functions um, actually originate. Are they of part of the traditional right side or are they a mix of right and left side? So it's actually pretty interesting um, to learn the results of these things. So that's really cool. And another note, the, uh, ever since I went on the, um, diet shift, I haven't logged a breakthrough seizure. I haven't had a breakthrough seizure since December 1st, right fucking on. Now, the side effects of the drugs, the mood swings, the, the fuzziness, the dizziness, those have all been reduced a little bit, but they're still there. And it's because I'm still on some of these drugs. That's one big thing. But there's another thing that's at play here. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. One of the main goals of going on this dietary uh, approach to my seizure control and management is to be able to wean off of the drugs and hopefully by summer be completely drug free or at least on a small dose of my core drug Vimpat. That's the goal. That is the goal and I'm pretty hardcore about that. We may or may not go into surgery depending on what we find, but that is, see, I can't, I can't put all my eggs in one basket. See, all these old little sayings are starting to make fucking sense to me right now. <laughs> know what I mean? But I, I, I'm holding out for two different possibilities, and I'm kind of preparing for both. And I think if I prepare for one, it's going to help me be stronger for the other. So the mood swings, the, the remaining stuff, um, the clarity that I've gained from the diet shift is making me more aware and cognizant of the other things that the drug side effects are doing to me and also my mood and the psychological fallouts that have have come from all of this the attempts to to really relaunch my voiceover work and to bring seizure salad to kind of a a more organized level and consistent level i'm hitting roadblocks big time roadblocks and now some of it can be attributed to the um to the condition to the drug side effects and such but there there's a disconnect there because it's not always a cause and effect thing if you look at it and really when i look at it hard and i i talked about this with the uh, neuropsychologist that's on one of my uh, that's on my team and during our meeting, I, I kind of described this, and we came to the agreement that it's the depression. It's the depression that's gotten pretty severe, and I, I, I'm at that point. I realized that I'm at a point now that I, I, I can't, I can't chase it away, you know. Um, the holidays always hit, hit me and I got, I went really down, um, over the holidays and Christmas and new year's and, 
It was rough. You know, I had planned to open the mic and have a special Christmas wish. I wanted a New Year wish. I wanted to do all these things. Um, And my birthday. I turned 50 on January 15th, my 50th birthday. I'm halfway through my life. Well, not quite to halfway through my life. So I'm, fuck, man. I, I mean, it may not sound like it right now, but that's just part of my nature. I, I like to, yeah, maybe it's the actor in me. Maybe it's just me. But I'm, I'm also kind of at the tail end of this, too, because I actually reached out. And I can verbalize this now. Um, I reached out to her. I told her what was going on. And, and you know, I've had, they call it passive suicidal ideation. Um, and that's where it's like, you know, I don't give a fuck if a meteor comes. Hopefully it'll hit my house first. That's called passive suicidal ideation. And I'll be dead honest, man. I was I was feeling that way quite a bit. And I think the only th- thing that really pulled me out of it and, and actually helped me to reach out for help was my son being here. I spent better time with him and more bonding time with him this holiday break than the past two years combined. It was a breakthrough. And I'm just, I'm so, so grateful for that. And uh, it, it, it caused that little tiny shift, a shift. It wasn't a monumental, ah, you know, it wasn't a fucking revelation or anything. Few things in life are like that. Uh, And that's one of the problems. We're always looking for that and we're looking up into the sky for this heavenly light bulb or something, and we don't look down on the ground or just beneath our feet or right under our eyes for those small shifts that cause huge waves, you know, as it ripples along. So anyway, that's a, that's a tangent, Micah. Fuck. So anyway, um, it made me really look at things and what really mattered and, and who really depends on me. And there are people who depend on me. And, and I got so sucked up into, into that despair. When you get that depressed into that, that kind of mode, you tend to forget the people out there who care about you. And you, you start to feel so alone that you don't realize that, that there's people who love you just a phone call away. You know, shit like that. You get so self absorbed. It's, it's that kind of depression is almost narcissistic to a point. Um, and I was on my way. I was on my way. So, (sighs) fuck man. Um, I let so many things slip. I let, I let so many things slide and I let so many, I, I've, I, I've left so many conversations just lingering because of this shit. Um, so it's, it's, I'm taking steps and I've got, I went through and I got onto, I think it was psychology today is the website that I was referred to. And you just, you know, providers, I think is, or something like that. You go in, you type in your, your, um, your address, where you are in the world. And it gives you a huge list of therapists, counselors, psychiatrists, psychologists, and you just go through and you can actually pick out all the different things that are, that, you know, what's your issue? And it's like, okay, I got PTSD. I've got, I've got addiction issues. I've got childhood trauma. Okay. I click, click, click. And it just brings up all the specialists who, um, specialties are 
in those fields. Um, or you can, you know, decide what kind of therapy you want. Do you want traditional Western therapy? Do you want Freudian and Jungian approaches? Do you want, you know, hell, do you want shock therapy? I bet you could probably look it up under shock therapy. I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Uh, but anyway, it's a comprehensive website. And I went ahead and I got on there. Um, and I decided, you know what, it, it's, I have to do this. I wrote down a list of like, I started with 10 of the ones that just appealed to me. Boom, 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 boom. And then I went down and I, I filtered it out, you know, um, really filtered it out by, by what they specialize in, but what else they specialize in, what other, um, disorders and issues they work with and how they work with them. And so I, you know, I, I just put together my own list of criteria of what I'm looking for. And so now I have narrowed it down to three therapists uh, or clinics, and I'm scheduling meet and greet sessions, little 15 minute or 30 minute meet and greet sessions to find out which one is going to be the best match for me. Um, and I have to, I have to, if I want to create the career that's going to carry me through the rest of my life and make me happy the career I love. And if I'm going to take this podcast and make it something that's going to help continue to help people um, throughout my life and hopefully beyond, um, maybe maybe make it into a nonprofit that can bring other people with epilepsy in to work it and make it its own thing. So it's not mine anymore, but it's the communities the tribes. That's my goal. How am I going to do that? If I, every time I get on the fucking microphone, I freeze every time I get into my, I'm trying to put together this, what the fuck they call it? The CRMs content, uh, content reserve manager, whatever, you know, I'm trying to automate as much as I can. So I don't get distracted. Even that right now, I sit down, I look in, I can barely respond to one or two emails before I'm like overwhelmed. It's, it's the depression. It's the fucking mindset. It's the mentality. I need to, I need to push through this. I need to build tools inside my head, just like the tools I'm trying to build on my computer. I need to do that for me inside. And, um, so the only way I think I'm going to be able to do it is, is to find these, these resources you know, these clinics and therapies. And I'm looking at holistic ones. I mean, don't think that I'm going to be sitting on a couch with some dude in a goatee and glasses, you know, asking me about my childhood and if I have a crush on my mom, that that's not what I'm looking at. I'm actually looking at clinics that provide um, Reiki, art therapy, um, e EMDR. It's a special eye movement thing that's especially helpful uh, for trauma and PTSD. And in a combination, a combination of all of it, cranial sacral therapy. So I'm not fucking around, basically, is what I'm saying. If, if I want to live and I don't want to go back, I don't want to revert, I don't want to backslide, and I don't want to relapse. And I want to move forward. And I want to move beyond. And the only way I'm going to do that is to buck up and be vulnerable and admit those areas, those kinks in the armor. The kinks in the armor. 
that are going to provide me. I get rid of those kinks in the armor, or at least I patch those up, then that's going to provide me that much more protection moving forward. So that's where I am. Damn, dude. I didn't think I would make it through this without like crying or breaking down or, or something like that. But fuck. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys for listening. And thanks for being for, here for me. Um, and yeah, I won't disappear for so long next time. And uh, yeah, let's make something of this. Shoot me an email, fustercluckatseizuresalad.org. Um, like us on Facebook. Find us on Facebook. It's pretty easy to find, you know, Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck. You'll find us. And uh, shoot me a message. Respond. Let me know how you like it. Let me know what you need. Let me know what you'd like to talk about. And if you want to come on and talk to us, share your story, or just just talk about a topic, vent, whatever, let me know. I'm here for you because you've been here for me. You guys take care of yourselves. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Original logo and graphic designed by Alba Lopez. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever blows your hair back. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected, and it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crushing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.